It is May the 4th, 2014. This is U62 the Targ. Nope, not going to say it. As we say in the radio business, if you put that on the radio, people will listen to it. All right, here it comes. Anyone who isn't dead or from another plane of existence would do well to cover their ears right about now. Why, what a little tiny microchip deep inside some electronic broadcasting to the world through the miracle of the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, this is U62 The Tar. Now your host, a man with a lifelong dream of getting paid to do this, Mark Pappas. On this week's show, my thoughts on The Amazing Spider-Man 2, the Star Wars cast, and some filler. It's episode 7.12. Nope, not gonna say it. So sit back, relax, grab yourself some warm root beer and a towel that's oh so fluffy. U62 the Tar, you're in for something special. Enjoy the show. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Mark Camp is here. Welcome to this week's episode of the Targ. Oh, my tummy is not feeling so good. I just got back from the city. I love Wendy's, but I decided to have a whole Baconator. Ah, the Baconator. Two patties, bacon, and cheese. That's it. It's a little too big for my little tum-tum, which is why I rarely have one. Don't know what possessed me to have one tonight, but the damage is done, and ah, I am feeling it, so... Ah, I'm fat. I'm going to die of diabetes when I'm 40, probably. I'm so fat. I'm such a pig. And I'm starting to talk like a girl, too. So let's move on, shall we? You can probably figure out why I went into the city today, right? The big superhero movie that opened this weekend, The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Just came home from it. And, you know, I know a lot of the reviews are saying that it's not very good. But you know what? I liked it. A friend of mine asked me if it was as mediocre as some of the critics are saying. I would put it probably at two notches above mediocre. I mean, there are some things that just uh, don't sit right. It kind of had the same problem that John Carter had, uh, the big Disney sci-fi fantasy epic from a couple years ago. You could tell they really wanted that movie to set up a franchise because they stuffed in so much stuff and you could just tell the filmmakers were going, ooh, that'll have a huge payoff in the sequel. There's a lot of that stuff going on too with uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2. Lots of stuff in there. You can tell they're going, oh yeah, this will totally pay off in the sequel or in the Sinister Six movie. Oh, the payoff is coming down the road. So again... With the Marvel Universe, you know, Iron Man and Captain America and all that, there's a lot of buildup in all those films to the next Avengers, but they're still a pretty satisfying movie on their own. And Spider-Man, it is mostly satisfying. Again, they stuff in so much that eventually you can tell people only pop up to do certain things. Uh, You know, Paul Giamatti is the rhino. Despite what you're seeing in the trailers, that's pretty much just a glorified cameo. Uh, but there is lots of good stuff in it too. Lots of stuff that I really liked. You know, we get, uh, Spider-Man doing more of his wisecracks and being more of a jokester. Spider-Man's trademark sense of humor is fully on display. We finally get to see Peter Parker, Spider-Man doing some of his sciencey stuff. You know, in his first battle with Electro, Electro manages to short out his web shooters. So there's this whole montage where he's trying to figure out how to insulate his web shooters from Electro. Again, the sciencey stuff that we see Peter Parker do. 
And, oh, spider sense. You know, I just watched a little bit of the old Sam Raimi movies. You can tell that for the spider sense, they were trying to do for like a bullet time thing where everything goes slow and Peter Parker just perceives absolutely everything in his surroundings. Well, they do that cranked up to 10. 10 years worth of special effects advancements have really helped that out. And again, much like the last movie, the pure heart of this is the relationship between Peter Parker and Gwen Stacy. Those two are just so good together. Their romance is so believable. Again, just like the last movie, that is the best part of the film. But yeah, Jamie Foxx's Electro... Again, he doesn't get much to do. We barely meet him in the beginning. He becomes Electro. Then he goes around shooting lightning bolts at people. We hardly get to know him as a character. And uh, just uh, probably the most disappointing. Well, I don't want to go into it too much because it's a big spoiler. All I can say is when one well-known Spider-Man character finally makes his appearance near the end of the film, you're like, oh, is he here to do that one thing that he did very infamously in the comics? And yes. Yes, he is. He's pretty much in the movie just for that one reason, which is a tad disappointing. You know, a lot of people in their reviews are saying the disappointing outweighed the good for them. That's why they give it the poor review. But for me, the good outweighed the disappointing. So I'm giving Amazing Spider-Man 2 a marginal thumbs up to borrow the old Siskel and Ebert trope. Uh, so yeah, just my off-the-cuff th comments on Amazing Spider-Man 2. I'll have the official uh, review up on the website in a couple of days or so.
Danny Elfman Spider-Man theme here on U62 The Targ. What can I say? Having seen the latest movie, I'm in a Spider-Man kind of mood right now. In fact, that's another thing I did in the city today. I upgraded the Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy to Blu-ray. Ah, I was wondering whether I should buy it or not. Back when I got my DVD player, I swore that I would only upgrade from VHS to DVD if one of two criteria was met. A, one of my all-time favorite movies. B, enough bonus materials were on the disc to warrant the upgrade. Now that I'm upgrading everything from DVD to Blu-ray, I find I've added a third criteria. I will upgrade if the discs are just so freaking cheap. That is pretty much why I upgraded the Sam Raimi Spider-Man films. That's why I upgraded Lord of the Rings. That's why I upgraded the James Bond movies that I own. They were The discs were just so freaking cheap. So, yeah, thank you, cheap discs. And I now have the original Spider-Man trilogy on Blu-ray. I was this close to buying the X-Men movies, too, because they were also ridiculously cheap. But, dude, gotta rein in the spending every once in a while. So I'm posting this online on May the 4th. Yeah, Star Wars Day. You might remember my insane rant from a few weeks ago when it came to Pi Day. You know, I'm a Star Wars fan. I can get behind a day to celebrate Star Wars. But the fact that we chosen a day based on a stupid, stupid pun just really infuriates me. That being said, though, there was some big Star Wars news this past week that I really should acknowledge. They have announced the cast of Star Wars Episode 7. We now know who will be the next generation of Jedi Knights. Uh, let's see, who do we have in there? We have a guy named John Boyega. I have no idea what he's done. Adam Driver, apparently he's one of the boyfriends on the hit HBO show Girls. Oscar Isaac, who played Lewin Davis in the Coen Brothers movie Inside Lewin Davis. Andy Serkis is in it as well. Gee, I wonder if he'll be playing a performance capture alien. And acting legend Max von Sydow. That's one that no one saw coming. Uh, also in there is a young lady by the name of Daisy Ridley. Uh, doesn't have a lot of credits to her name, just a whole bunch of uh, TV roles in the UK. Of course, as soon as this cast was announced, right away I saw the criticism online there's not enough female characters. We need more female characters. Get more ladies in there. <sighs> yeah, I kind of agree with that. But, you know, I kind of accept as well that pretty much in all of these movies, all we get is one token vag. So I guess that's going to be Daisy Ridley for this one. And, of course, even though it was leaked quite early on, it was made official. Mark Hamill, Carrie Fisher, Harrison Ford, Peter Mayhew, Anthony Daniels, all back from the original trilogy. Ah, so what do I think of this cast? Quite frankly, I don't know what to think. If we knew the characters these people would be playing, I might have an opinion, but we don't. They're going to be playing all new characters that we've never seen before, so we're just going to have to sit back and wait for the movie. December 2015 is when it's coming out, and... Uh, not sure I'm going to stand in line for eight hours once again, but I will probably be there opening weekend. You're listening to Mark Chaffis. It's clear to all of you that I am awesome. On U62, the Tar. Poor Peter Parker was pitiful. Couldn't have been any 
Jane still wouldn't notice him Even if his hair was on fire But then one day he went to that science lab That mutated spider came down Oh, and now Peter crawls over everyone's walls And he's swinging all over town La, 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 lady down La la lily la da dum. Sling us a web, you're the Spider Man. Sling us a web tonight. Cause we're all in the mood for a hero now. And there's evil doers to fight. Rich kids, a friend of his, who horns in on Mary Jane. But to his great surprise, it seems she prefers guys who can kiss upside down in the rain. With great power comes great responsibility. That's the catchphrase of old Uncle Ben. If you missed it, don't worry, they'll say the line again and again. Again, oh la la la, did he die? La la, did he die? Now Norman's a billionaire scientist who never had time for his son. But then something went screwy, and before you knew, he was trying to kill everyone. And he's riding around on that glider thing And he's throwing that weird pumpkin bomb Yes, he's wearing that dumb Power Rangers mask But he's scarier without it on Sad day at the funeral Norman Osborne has bitten the dust And I heard Harry said he wants Spider-Man dead Ah, but his buddy Pete he can trust Oh, and MJ is all hot for Peter now Ah, but Peter he just shuts her down Mary Jane, don't you cry, you can give it a try Again Sequel comes round. Oh, la la la, did he die? La la, did he die? Da dum. Sling us a web, you're the Spider Man. Sling us a web tonight. 
Brunel Yankovic, go to a superhero on U62, the Targ. That was kind of Weird Al's trend throughout the 1990s. On all his albums, he put a song that summarized a recent popular movie. It started in 93 in Alapalooza with Jurassic Park, continued on 96's Bad Hair Day with Gump, the Biggest one has to be 1999's The Saga Begins from Running With Scissors, and he kind of ended things there in 2003 with Ode to a Superhero. I wonder if you ever heard from Marvel Comics about that one. I, that, that's the question I should have asked him that time I met him. Oh, well. So here we go once again. Mark Cap is here, and quite frankly, I don't know what to talk about in order to wrap up this week's episode of the Targ. I don't know what to do for this final break. It's just you know that's all I really wanted to talk about. I want to talk about Spider Man. Check. Uh, talked about the new Star Wars cast. Check. Just uh, not much more going on right now to talk about. You know, I could tell you what happened to me when I was in the city today. You know, I didn't just go see Spider-Man. I saw some other things as well. You know, I could tell by the mysterious puddles on my stovetop that I needed a new kettle. So I bought a new kettle for my warm cups of tea. Yay, kettle. And while I was doing that, um, what else did I do? Oh, yes, because I always look through the toy section for collectible action figures. I was wandering down the Hot Wheels aisle and we have... Star Trek Hot Wheels. Not Hot Wheels versions of the Starship Enterprise, mind you. They are cars, and they got graphics on them of, like, Kirk and Spock and Bones and the Enterprise, and I'm like, wow, I have to get a couple of these for my collection. So I got a couple of those, and uh, as I already mentioned, I upgraded my Spider-Man DVDs to Blu-ray. Almost bought X-Men as well, because they were cheap, but, you know, maybe when I go back in in a few weeks to see X-Men Days of Future Past. And, uh, oh, I swung by the TNT Asian supermarket to treat myself to one of my favorite Japanese soft drinks. You know, I do that, you know, every once in a while. It's one of the few addictions I brought back with me. So, yeah, it was my day in the city, you know, just doing stuff. And it looks like I filled enough time so I can now bring this to an end. I'm Mark Kappas. This has been The Targ. I will see you next week. And this brings us to the end of another exciting episode of The Targ. Don't forget you can download a new episode of The Targ every week at chaosinabox.com. The Targ is written and produced by Mark Kappas under the watchful eye of 42 Star Wars action figures. The Targ is a Chaos in a Box production. I'm still not going to say it.